Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. saying he feels old with Andy Samberg humor is the same thing with John, uh, with uh, you going wait a second uh what's his name was on the real world yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i have found you can watch real world now where you can where yeah it's on the the service we just got uh, they there's an mtv channel Philo? on Philo has three Whoa! mtv channels i just got that i'm adding of- it yeah, and one of them does have a uh, real world reruns. Uh, they do music videos from the eighties, nineties, and just blocks. So okay. instead of just pulling up the channel, you can go to their show that just yeah. says eighties and nineties blocks and just watch music videos. And I'm glad you bring up Philo because that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode uh, okay. because we all have such different streaming services that, and and that one's more of a TV service, I guess. Is it? I mean. It's yeah. yeah, it's but it's, it does have a good library. With okay. It. okay. Well, and so and so here's the ironic thing, and I think I forget if I brought this up last time. Clay's well aware of this. Uh, I was uh, from the day that it hit my area. I was a YouTube TV subscriber. Started at thirty five dollars. Slowly went up, and then of course, what last week, two weeks ago, they announced that they were adding eight Viacom stations and raising the price to 65 oh, fuck from from 50 and the uproar myself included online was fuck that we're out right yeah. um here's the ironic thing because clay and i both discovered philo as as a follow-up to that philo's 20 bucks a month has all those viacom stations in it plus what like 70 more i mean it's like it's like this is ridiculous like they have the viacom shit and it's 20 bucks i could have kept youtube tv and just paid for philo and gotten the goddamn viacom stuff and it would have been nearly the same price but how how long are they gonna stay 20 that's what i'm worried about is because you see all these streaming services that come up with these great prices and then yeah a few months in, it's going to be it's, pro- it's probably going to be year to year based on how they work with the other services in staying right. on board. So right. it's just going to be who has the better uh, style of business with these uh, channels. And the thing that really sucks is, price aside, YouTube TV is the best experience. It's it's fantastic. No. <laughs> Clay disagrees. I, why, I will why? tell I'm you this. Curious. Okay, so we will put on shows to just let run. Uh, Diners, drive-ins, and dives is one of our background shows that we'll put on. Flavor Town, lock baby. Up. Yeah, we head to Flavor Town. It'll lock up and then just sit there and rotate. And yeah, so there are certain shows that will just lock up on there because I go <laughs> through. I would I would go through their library. I watched a ton of uh, you know old stuff, and I would just put it on and let it run. And yeah. sometimes you just find a show that would lock up and you could never watch it. Like you could never go back and try to replay it fast forward Whoa. or bypass. Yeah. So sometimes we would just have to skip an episode of something. And yeah, because that's YouTube weird. TV. 
Wow. And I, then we, we would we would get a lot of them saying, there are too many people logged in. Yeah, I got that. Uh, but I thought call. it was like three channels per family, like per unit. Is that how many can log in? Because in Philo, you can only have three people log in and that's it. Netflix has up to five or six. Yeah. I don't Do think mean, I've ever gotten any warnings from other logins other than YouTube TV. Yeah, no, I'd gotten that. And and it would drive me nuts because I would be like halfway in a show and then it would just pop up and go, oh, someone else is on your. And I'm like, God damn it. You know, and so. But but usually, you could always just stop it and play it. And it would exactly. Go. I would just I would stop it back out, come back in and hit play again and it would start up. So I don't know. It's a weird. The, I, I think what it is, is Roku would save a session if you didn't log out properly and would oh. keep that session going. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because I would that reboot a lot and then suddenly it would work. All right, so let's uh let's talk about another one. <laughs> uh, Amazon Prime. I'll tell you. I will tell you. Philo. Yeah. is a lot like YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, way better. Everything I've interacted with ha- has been great. Um, yeah. I would say it has fewer channels. Uh, but it does have a library of stuff that if you go through it, you can go back and find stuff, and you can you have a DVR capability uh, yep. built in with it. But for twenty bucks, man, it's pretty my, much the best deal if you want live tv but it is, no it local is. station no local no lo- that's a that's a downside the only news service they have which i like because it's the one i prefer is bbc world service um yeah. which is fine but Fox uh and, <laughs> no um thank god Woo. but it's a very minor complaint but one thing i liked about youtube tv that i wish philo did is that if you had a show playing but you wanted to go back into the guide to see what was on on youtube tv it would keep playing it in the background so you could at least continue to hear what was happening um philo just backs out of it and so it's like uh you know it's just kind of like a little bit of a clunky experience but um, yeah anyway sorry so amazon prime amazon prime which this one's kind of weird because it's like it's more of a it's more of an add-on to it's a benefit of having Amazon Prime not yeah. so much a streaming service right but some of their content it's really good like okay what what are y'all going to specifically for content on Amazon uh, the boy Fleabag. The there's a lot of oh, really I good movies. Yeah, there. there's yeah. a lot of really good movies that are pretty recent like Knives Out is now on Prime uh, I don't have kids, but my spy is now on Prime, so I'm sure parents are loving putting that movie on over and over. Um, they have the uh, they they had a few shows. I don't know if they still have the DC animated stuff, but they had a bunch of those movies. Those, a lot of those are on uh, HBO now. Yeah, I think I think they've probably moved them over. Um, so yeah, I mean Amazon Prime, like Hunter, like I haven't finished Hunters, but it's on there. So they, their stuff. Hunters is a tough watch. Dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was like the I other heard, show on yeah. H- the other show on HBO that was kind of about the same thing, but in the real world. I don't remember the name, but yeah, um, but yeah, just stuff like that. Like, and the fact that it's it's just an additional thing to my Amazon Prime account that I'm gonna have, anyways, pretty much, right? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, too, we're two we're, we're looking to get rid of a- Amazon just because of covid and what we've seen and i mean when we get stuff from amazon now like we leave it in the garage for three days because we don't know where it's coming from yeah you know um just how they treat their workers and 
and just stuff going on right now, I don't see them helping out anybody. So we're looking at weeding out Amazon like in the pretty near future. Yeah, I, I will say at least since this whole thing started, I stopped doing like the soonest delivery. Yeah, me too. I try to at least yeah. do like whatever the because yeah, I mean after all the stuff that you've seen, uh, it's just like look at look at it like this. If you switch to Target, it's your local store, and a lot of the stuff that they, uh, I mean, you could go in and buy. They mm -hmm. do curbside, but I look at my local Target doing a lot more for those people than oh, yeah. Amazon doing for any of its people. Yep. Well, yep. and and if you get um, Red Card, you can tie it to your, you can choose the school closest to you. And they will donate a percentage to that school uh, from from Target as well. Oh yeah, and yeah. and honestly, Target the app built in. Um, I forget the name for it. Their delivery service. I accidentally because I did a trial oh, of it. Ship it. Yeah, uh, accidentally paid for a year. I think it was like a hundred bucks for a year, which <laughs> isn't well. Which sounds bad, but now it's like when we need groceries delivered, I just. I mean, almost like every other day, I'll go into the Target and I'd be like, "All right, we need more bananas," you know, and like just wow. order stuff, and they bring it to us. So, what a it's, what a okay, it's so, not bad. What a life. Now I'm okay, let me let me sidetrack it real quick because he said fruit, <laughs> because we we get all of our we get all of our fruit from Imperfect Fruit. Oh, and, I've been uh, meaning to try that. It's really great, dude. Okay, totally worth it. I mean, uh, Shelby goes in once a week, picks out fruits, meats eggs whatever i mean and we get it shipped uh in Shut a yeah we get it shipped in a box that has like it's been refrigerated it's got a little ice thing in it everything stays cold we maybe lose one or two pieces of fruit a month because it's all packed really well and looks great mm, imperfect nice. meat is that like the beyond meat or <laughs> no no it's like regular meat i mean like what's weird is imperfect is their brand so now they have like imperfect olive oil which is still olive oil so you just you know so we've been able to order a lot of great stuff from them and that's probably the best service we found in the pandemic imperfect olive oil sounds like what was what the godfather was doing in the movie <laughs> so 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 clay i'm i'm 90 percent there on this service I'll be 100% there if I can go in and choose hilariously dong-shaped <laughs> vegetables. Like, is that something I can do? Um, we've gotten some of those. I don't think you have a special order. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. Click okay. on the 18 plus tab on their, <laughs> on their website. Imperfect vegetables after dark. Oh, that's perfect. Not a sponsor, but, but willing. But yeah, so, so then that way, we, we when we order from Target, we only have to, I think, order like $25 worth of stuff mm -hmm. and shipping's free. Well, if you, if you do get the red card eventually, you get 5% off and you get free shipping. So yeah, and their app also has coupons in there just for like yeah. that, that user. So you can, you can go through and then select a ton of stuff. Yep. Target's really becoming the better place to shop. Uh, and and really, if you want to eliminate Amazon, Target's just better. Well, if Target ever comes up with their own streaming service, I'm fully in. <laughs> Original programming. What happened to that Alex from Target guy? Like, give him a show. <laughs> He's just there sacking groceries with a mask on. Right. Um, or oh, the Target lady from SNL. Maybe she can get. Oh. It. <laughs> She well, she's got to be Cheetah in Wonder Woman first, and then she'll do your little Target show. That's right. <laughs>
Um, all right, let's move on to uh, probably the big boy right now, Disney Plus. Um, do you guys have Disney Plus? Yes. First yes. question. I do. I still haven't watched it. It's I think, yeah, it's thing. like I own everything that's on there. I yeah. want to say that maybe that may be the one service we, I guess we all have Hulu as well, right? Yeah. So the, <laughs> Disney, begrudgingly. The, the Disney streaming services are the ones that I think we all four of us have. Yeah. Which just goes to tell you how well Disney's doing on their Well, stuff. I mean, Disney has one of the greatest cartoons ever out there that I've watched religiously again. Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. Mm-hmm. DuckTales. Oh. Okay, the original okay, the original Disney afternoon. Yeah, you have Garg- Gargoyles. You have Gargoyles. Gargoyles, yeah. Rescue yes, Rangers. Yeah, so, yeah I've, I've watched all this stuff on Disney+. Plus. So I still That's haven't. Probably- I still probably, once I got done watching, like, which is dumb because I already owned the MCU movies. But I was re-watching them on the platform. And some of those those documentaries, like, it's really, I want their original content um, more. I really got it more for that, I think. They, Josh, they, you haven't watched any of Disney Plus? Who, me? Yeah. You see, you have I, I watched one episode of the Jeff Goldblum show and i watched oh, yeah. the first episode of mandalorian and i was gonna it. say mandalorian yeah you, you have to have seen yeah i know no i and and it's not that i didn't like it i did i just it, it it was right when we all started to stay at home and so i was trying to figure out the flow of being at home and i watched it and that was it but the thing about disney plus is they priced it right right they're like hey if you already have hulu you can basically pay the same price and get this and this, right? As you would for no ads. And mm-hmm. I just kept, I kept the ads and then basically it went up by like five bucks, right? So they, they I think they understood who their audience was and, and the timing was good. And they, and they understood that as we're all kind of cutting back, we're like, well, it's five bucks. I'm not going to say no to that, right? So yeah, and if you got the annual upfront thing, which it's it's a so gamble because you don't know how it's gonna go. It's like you know, like right. with DCU, but yeah. Disney, like all the stuff they've announced, like all the Marvel, even just for the Marvel and Star Wars shows, like to me, it's it's worth it to have the. I like having the streaming capability, but I already have all these movies streaming already. But I'll mm. still go into the Disney app and. I watch Endgame all the time, mm-hmm. uh, then Captain Marvel, uh, and and Shelby comes home. She goes, I see the end of Endgame all the time, because every time I come home, you're like at the same part. <laughs> uh, I knew but, it! <laughs> uh, but then, but then uh, some that I don't own that I think people should watch, The Black Hole. Yeah, really great. that's stuff that would mean to watch on there. Yeah, is- I mean, there's some really good stuff on there. Is Black Cauldron it, on there as well? All the what? Black Cauldron. Yeah, yeah. All that, all that seventies or, or mm-hmm. is it seventies eighties Disney dark time? Yep. Yeah. It was that. It was and that the transitional period. So uh, the the Pixar movie. Uh, that's worth watching. That's worth watching. There's a good documentary and. I think it's on there, but if it's not, uh, I'm surprised. Uh, Waking Sleeping Beauty. Um, oh, I think it is on there. I think I've seen that. If you have not seen Waking Sleeping Beauty and you love Disney, do yourself a favor and sit down and watch it. It is watching that 90s Disney come together 
and it's really magical. I think that's one of the few really great moments of Disney that they caught on film and telling that story of coming out of the darkness of like, I think the last one they did was uh, rescuers down under and shifting and shifting to lion King, uh, beauty and the beast, little mermaid, uh, little mermaid and the musicals and what that meant Mm -hmm. really one, probably the best documentary on Disney. Yeah. There's so many, I mean, there's so much good stuff. Even just like I was saying the, the national geographic stuff, like, all yeah, that stuff good. is really good. That, that free solo movies on there that won an Oscar last year. Uh, I know, but it's like every ad for Disney Plus when they mention National Geographic, I just think of Hamilton and and Peggy. You know, it's the Peggy of the Disney Plus service. So, <laughs> um, no, I, I got to throw out one movie if you guys haven't seen it, which I know Daniel probably hasn't. But uh, um, from nineteen seventy eight, if you haven't ever seen it, The Cat from Outer Space. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I definitely have Harry, Harry Morgan, Sandy Duncan. It, it's a great film. Yeah, it's just I rewatched it recently as I saw it. It was on there, and I was just like, okay, this this movie this movie's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely that reminds me of that. like Escape to Witch Mountain yeah. and all those, oh, God, all those yeah. films. Didn't they remake I, the Cat from Outer Space with Christina Ricci? No, yeah. no, no, no. That, that's uh, Follow That Cat. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh okay, all right. <laughs> No, they did. If they did uh, the Captain Out of Space, they were made that I would watch it in a heartbeat because oh, I love. There's a, a slight mash connection because they both have uh, Harry Morgan who played Potter and the original one who played Colonel Blake in their in the movie together. So it's like it's a nice little kind of reunion mash wise in there. That's right. awesome. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna touch on a few more that if you guys have it, you know, raise your hand. I'll leave. I'm gonna skip over uh, Britbox and Shutter because I know you guys want to talk about those. Uh, so yeah. we'll save those till the end of the list. Um, and then I'll briefly touch on Funimation and Crunchyroll. But let's just go. I got to one, one out there. Did you guys have Midnight Pulp. Is that a streaming service? Or? It, 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 it's another. It's, it's sort of a streaming service. It. But it, do you? Yeah. Okay. It's basically a streaming service that has like just random like anime and movies. And it's like almost like the. It's the cult red, films. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, okay. It's going to be cult, cult films. films. Uh, what's great about it is they curate a lot of stuff. So they'll have a thing that's like, hey, do you enjoy the Wu-Tang? Here's all the movies they've sampled from. Hey, do you enjoy weird drug movies? Here's a bunch of them that you've probably never seen. I mean, they have like really weird, cool stuff to watch on there. I mean, yeah. to be fair, Wu-Tang Clan ain't known to fuck with. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, okay, let's just... I'll just go through the list. Did any of you guys try that Quibi? stuff no nope. all right good uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean it's so weird to see two guys put so much money into something they don't really understand and it just fails spectacularly i think i think the fact that it's vertical screen only really really is a it's a no i thought you could you could rotate it and and they just got chromecast on it after like users complained about not being able to watch content on you can rotate it what the fuck kind of solutions i could watch that's like saying hey you have black and white option on your flat screen if you want it <laughs> um, i'm watching a movie what the fuck kind of portrait there's all these movie channels like showtime stars cinemax epics um I think those are really niche. Like, if you really want to watch what's in there, but a lot of those movies are already in other streaming services. 
I, I want to see Daniel watch uh, Batman in portrait mode on a phone and not yell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I will say, I think it, so to your point, Clay, yes, it was a terrible idea. I think the inadvertent timing of the release was also really bad because they designed it for commuters, right? They designed it for people on a subway or a train who only had 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes to watch something. And then it gets released during a pandemic when we're all at home, starved for content, wanting long form content to watch. So yeah. that's what happened. If the, if, if the pandemic hadn't hit, I think they'd probably be doing okay, but they just, it's kind of squashed what they originally wanted to do because it, because it's such so short content. Yeah. But I still feel that there are viewers on those devices that they're reaching because I know some people were watching them, but then the content wasn't that great either. Oh, they had spent yeah. a ton on, on certain things that were really good, but then they just bought up as much as they could. So yeah, yeah TikToks are better. I mean, they take your data, but TikToks are better. <laughs> and you have to uh, hail China while you're That's doing right. it. Now, I will <laughs> say the, the name is clever. I like the quick bites, making it quibby. Uh, so, you know, good on whoever the marketing guy that or you know person that put that together. Uh, now we have the the the. The ones that are like TV channels with CBS All Access and now upcoming Peacock, which is the weirdest name for a streaming service. Yeah. Um, CBS All Access, I I get it maybe like once a year to catch up on something. Like I got it recently to watch Twilight Zone. Um, but I want that in Star Trek, but I'm not willing to subscribe to it yet. Yeah, see, that that's the same thing. I'm exactly well, in the same boat as Clay. You don't need you don't need Star Trek. I mean, well, okay, outside of Discovery, Star Trek, everything is on Hulu or. Netflix. I mean, the only thing that really that I with Peacock right now is because they're doing that, and this is the nostalgia part of me, is they're doing that uh, Punky Brewster reboot. They're doing the uh, Saved by the Bell, and they got the new Psych movie coming out on there. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, now, real quick, I want to touch on uh, Funimation, Crunchyroll, and VRB, which are the anime. I know there's more anime services. These are the ones I've used these before. Um, and these are also very seasonal for me. Like I, I just, I just got Funimation back because the, the the animes that I watch, um, they're coming back. They're coming back for the summer. I don't know. Anime's a big summer thing apparently. I think like that's when a lot of their premieres are. Um, but I like them. I mean, if you if you want love anime, Crunchyroll and Funimation, Crunchyroll's better if you don't mind reading subs. Uh, Funimation, I think it's better if you like dubbed anime. Um, yeah, Daniel, what's the what's the content overlap there? Like, I I've often had the impression that they each have kind of very different content. So you're if you pay for both, you're not going to have well, like it's the also same licensing. shows. It's the licensing. Like Funimation yeah. has like they have their own anime. That's they, what I thought. Yeah, because yeah. they they do their own their own the, dubs. The right? bigger so, the bigger stuff is also um, on both. Like Crunchyroll will have like the big one, like Naruto, Bleach, Dragon Ball, like. But Crunchyroll can only have them, I believe, subbed. Hmm. So, like, My Hero Academia is on there, but it's only subbed. Whereas in Funimation, you can watch either. It also depends on which one. Like, because a lot of the, like, you know, 15 years ago, there were so many different anime companies, like ADV, Animigo. Right. Yeah. A lot of them are business. So, it's also who's picked up the rights for the release of showing those on. Right. You know. And and, VR, oh. and VRV is, uh, it's really just Crunchyroll, but you get extra stuff. Like, you get the... 
Rooster Teeth channel and the Nickelodeon, I think, like some of the Nickelodeon oh. stuff. I um, had that app back when they had um, they had a comedy channel on there that, that was part of NBC that died. That yeah. Was it Laugh? Or, or no, the short-lived one that had... Do you guys ever yeah, watch Shubi? They had the yeah. SNL. Shubi's yeah. free, and they have a shitload of stuff on there, like old TV and like even new stuff on there. And they, they, there's no pricing whatsoever. It's all free. Yeah, that's what I was talking about before you showed up because Tubi started getting exclusive stuff that I was reading online, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, so now like uh, for a free channel, totally worth it." Yeah, so Tubi is like the twenty-seven point nine channel you pick up in your digital antenna that has all those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, but but just the last thing on VRV, I used to have VRV because before it included both Funimation and Crunchyroll together, so it was cheaper than having separately. But then Funimation pull their content from there. And even though they've yeah. replaced it with something else, it's not the same quality. Yeah. It used to have the damn the Dan Harmon show. Yeah. He had a yeah, D show one. on it. That's what it was. That's what that's what I was trying to remember because it was I, I subscribed to that comedy service because it had the Dan Harmon show. Mm-hmm. Um it had what which was Harmon Quest. Yeah. It it, yeah. it had it had really hard to find stuff like um uh Oh God! Yeah, it I, just I, know, I know it was it was NBC owned. Right. But I think it only lasted like a few months. I don't even think it lasted. Yeah, it a year. was it was at least a year. I think because I know I, I I had it I had it for a year because <laughs> it was also the exclusive home for uh, classic SNL. Maybe it'll come back with Peacock. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking maybe. is maybe all, they own that content. But then like people like Dan took some of their content and went elsewhere. So the, the new content will be gone. The old I, content might be. There. I still can't find season two of Harmon Quest. Uh, oh, it's, wow. imp- it's impossible to find. So legally, mm-hmm. I assume. So. Um, <laughs> now, have, have any of you guys ever done the Criterion channel? Okay, no. so here's the thing. <laughs> I have not. And the reason why is because originally Criterion was included with Hulu, right? Oh, no. Which was which was an amazing add-on. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't pay extra for it; it was just there. Yeah, it was part of it. Yeah, they removed it when they started the Criterion channel, and I was mad about that. But recently, and I added it on here. There's a service called Canopy with a K. Check your library. So, for instance, my institution's library where I work subscribes to canopy it has a huge portion of the criterion collection on it and can you can you give us a little brief rundown of what the criterion movies are i think criterion might be on hbo max too because if i'm not mistaken they have all the uh godzilla films on uh, hbo max do they have the criterion restoration or yeah no it's a new stuff it's subtitled i think it's the criterion restoration but they just did that box set about a few months back of all the 70 50, 60, and 70s, I think all those movies are on HBO Max now. So I wonder if HBO Max might have gotten something with that. Because Barnes & Noble just had their Criterion sale, and I did go ahead and buy two movies. Mm-hmm. I bought Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. and I bought uh, Cronus, the Guillermo del Toro movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, and it's got a new cover by Mike Mignola did the art on it. And I almost bought Pan's Labyrinth, too, but then it was going to be too much. <laughs> okay, so when I search Criterion on HBO Max, it doesn't give me 
like a criterion section, but it does give me a lot of films that might be criterion films. That, yeah, they don't have like, a, they don't, you can't search criterion itself, but a lot of films that I remember seeing on the criterion library have okay. popped up on HBO Max. Yeah, because HBO Max, and people kind of forget about this, HBO rotates their, their movies that are on there. Like, that's what they'll, they'll have new ones that come in, some old ones that leave, like a bunch of the DC movies just left. Uh, and I think people were expecting their library to be kind of static, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it works. Well, I mean, I I can give you a quick rundown of some of the best that I'm looking at on here. Sure. Uh, Fantastic Planet. If you if you got oh, a lot of weed yeah. and some time, Fantastic Planet's an awesome movie. Uh, yeah. Time Bandits, uh, Seven Samurai, Scanners, um, Eraserhead. If you're really weird, uh, there's a Lone Wolf and Cub film that's out there. Oh, uh, Yo Jimbo, The Great Dictator, uh, Twin Peaks, Fire Walk with Me. I mean. There is a lot of Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Give me shelter. I just started. Uh, I just started at the beginning of uh, Time Bandits, and the Criterion logo, the spinning circle, comes up with Criterion on it. So yeah, these are they've got a couple okay. of them. Okay, cool. Um, all right, yeah. All right, let's go. Josh, can you tell us a little bit about BritBox? Uh, sure. So I, I, when it first came out, I subscribed to BritBox because. At the time, I don't think this is the case anymore. This is maybe two years ago. At the time, they were the exclusive home of classic Doctor Who. And so if you wanted to watch all the classic Doctor Who, you had to do it on BritBox. That's fine. But it was, honestly, it was just a great service. And there was a period there where that's that was my go-to. I would hop in there. I would watch... Um, Ripbox was great. Uh, they they had a lot of a lot of content because it was a partnership between really the two competing networks in England, BBC and ITV. And because they joined forces to make Ripbox, they had a lot of stuff on there that's really hard to get here in the state. So beyond Doctor Who, stuff like Jonathan Creek, which I rewatched all of, and unfortunately, as much as I loved it when I first discovered it back in the early two thousands, did not hold up well. Um, but stuff like um, um, they got the Maygray starring Rowan Atkinson, which I was excited about when they announced them. And we never, I think maybe PBS aired them once and that was it. And I never got to see them. So they were on there. So they were, they were getting some really, really awesome stuff. And I only canceled it because again, I was the only one watching it. And, um, I think now if I got it, you know, my, my daughter who's older would probably like to watch more of this stuff on there, but, um, Upstart Crow. That's what it is. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, anyway, so um, it's good. It's good. It's a good service if you like British shows. And they tend to divide up the service between comedies, mysteries, and documentaries. Like uh, maybe drama and documentaries. Like those are the four kind of areas that they divide all the content up into. So Okay. And then uh, the last one we'll talk about, because I think it's at least, I know it's Clay's favorite, maybe. Uh, Shutter. Shutter, yes. But uh, I, real quick, I was just thumbing through those HBO Max. Uh, it's got something Josh would love. Ooh. Don't with Nail don't. and I. Oh, God. It's got with Nail and I? Damn it. <laughs> I, I can't get HBO Max. I just can't. Get it, with, <laughs> and get it, it at the end of uh, Doom Patrol season. And then you can. Yeah, and if you, have, if, right. you have Net, if you have Netflix, you can watch the most recent version of Watership Down. But they have mm-hmm. the animated version on HBO Max. The classic 80s one, yeah. And so <sighs> since I first subscribed to HBO Max, I saw one Lone Wolf and Cub movie. 
now I'm thumbing through it. Tons of them. So they have other, not just the single film, but the uh, other sequels as well. Like, I guess HBO's Max doesn't suck as much as you thought, Clay, huh? Exactly. I mean, it was the Criterion stuff that's pulled me back. So now I'm going <laughs> to... I'll uh, I'll keep my five dollars a month for six months and watch everything they got. <laughs> but uh, Shutter, Shutter for me is fantastic. If you love horror films, yeah. Shutter is a great subscription. I think it's like fifty bucks for a year. Um, you can get a month for free right now if you use uh, Shut In as a um, a code word to, when you check out. And Right now, one of their exclusives is called One Cut of the Dead, and it's probably one of the best horror films I've seen this year, and it's only on Shudder. Um, they have great content. They're constantly adding to it. Um, most of you know I'm on Twitter, so you'll see me tweet during Joe Bob movies, or they have a lot of live events where you live tweet a movie on Shudder, or... Um, just the community itself is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm a member of a Joe Bob Discord group. Um, he did an entire Christmas of the entire Phantasm series. So you can go on Shudder, watch Phantasm if you enjoy those movies, or watch the Joe Bob version, which is kind of a behind-the-scenes, hey, we've got Reggie on. We've got uh, uh, the different people who have helped you know, make the special effects, or I've got some backstory on it. Joe Bob Briggs is the best thing Shutter has because it makes every film uh, worth watching two and three times. Um, he would do a Joe Bob drive-in double feature each season. I think this is the third season. So you can go on and watch the old shows, which are just movies uh, that he's, you know, uh, he plays the full movie, but he'll interrupt and tell a story or he just adds more content to it. So if you really love that kind of stuff, Shutter's the best place. It just has the best community, uh, content, and I swear I return and watch some of those movies over and over again. And if you get, if you're getting it right now, I would say Train to Busan, uh, the animated sequel for that one is, but they're both on Shutter. Oh, not in the sequel. Great. Yeah, there's an animated sequel and it's awesome. Uh, there is a film called One Cut of the Dead, and it is so great. I keep hyping it, but man, I really enjoyed that. That was just something I didn't expect from Shudder. Um, and then they have, you know, uh, weird, hard to find stuff. You know, uh, some Australian films. Uh, there's one called The Quiet Earth that I absolutely love. Um, but I could make a list all day of stuff on there. And I mean, even if you like old school John Carpenter, you can go on, watch The Fog, watch uh, Escape from New York. Their content is constantly changing throughout the month, so it's always new uh, stuff that they're talking about or they're having an event for it. So that's what I always find is fun is it's so interactive that I have plans for Friday night to go get on Shutter and get on Twitter just for this. One I thing don't I, do that with any other service. One thing I wanted to ask, have you watched any of the Creep Show? Yes. Because I keep, and they are great. I keep watching. Are they good? Okay. Yeah, I keep watching a commercial. Like it comes up all the time. The commercial for it, like it really hypes up Creep Show because they just take all these stories, like even like Stephen King stories that they've like adapted and stuff. And and it, I think I it make it reminds me of like you know Tales from the Crypt, which I used to watch. Uh, like the, at least the movie for sure. The movies I remember watching. Um, so I like that anthology horror kind of stuff. 
I know Hulu has their is it Into the Dark series, I think. Um, um I don't know. I think I know it, at one point they had Channel Zero and Shudder got that mm-hmm. from them because they have it now. And I was very excited when I heard there was a Are You Afraid of the Dark new series remake coming at some mm-hmm. point. Uh but I like I like anthology horror because that's what horror it's kinda like telling horror stories around. Yeah, I mean, every Christmas we watch, um, uh, what is it, uh, Trick or Treat. That's one, and that's just one of the great anthologies we watch every year that's uh, Halloween-based. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of documentaries on Shudder as well. I wanted to point out that like, when you get their app um, and you boot it up, they give you three channels that are just streaming. So if you like to just turn on TV and watch something, they have a thriller channel, a slasher channel and uh, a brought to you by shutter channel, which is just some of their original content. So, so you can go to those three channels or you can browse their library. So they always have stuff on. And if you're not sure what something is, you can watch it on there. And it's, that's what I enjoy is just like getting a little bit of horror and in interacting with people who want to see new different stuff and love this content, even if it's old eighties schlock, you know, we watch Chopping Mall all the time. I mean, that's one of our favorite <laughs> films, but it's called Chopping Mall. So classic. Well, and this sounds perfect for this crazy time that we're in. We're all stuck at home because it sounds like it's not just content to watch. It's a community to participate with mm-hmm. online. Right. So, yeah. you know, I mean, just saying like you have plans for like Friday and Saturday night is is so cool because it's like you're not going out, you know, mm-hmm. you're staying in, but you're still having these engagements, these interactions. So, um, yeah, they did, they did a, a, a horror noir, uh, documentary that I can't recommend enough. It's like two hours of the history of, um, uh, black people in horror. Yeah. From, yeah. And they've got Keith David, they've got Rachel True. They've got like tons of people commenting and talking about all the different horror through the times. And it's probably my favorite documentary on there. I did also, I saw, cause I just, I just signed up last night. I also saw they had that uh, documentary series about cursed horror films. And I definitely want to check that really out. really good. Yeah. yeah. It's like Exorcist and um, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah. So anyway. It looks good. Damien, the Omen. Is, is there any other streaming services that you guys may want to chat about? Because we are at an hour and just the main topic, so this is going to be oh, a long. Sorry. I mean, it's fine. I might split this up into two episodes. Uh, before we move on to recommendations, is there any other can, one you Can I just very briefly talk about uh, uh, one more? Sure. Okay, and that is... Um, uh history vault which if you're like my daughter and i were both big history fans you know if you turn on the history channel these days there's no history it's all like reality tv and swamp people yes exactly <laughs> um what history vault is they rolled this out maybe two years ago i've i and it is just it is the vault it is all the awesome history documentaries from the 90s and early 2000s um half the content isn't even in widescreen right it's 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 an old 4.3 format um so uh if you like that it's only 
Yeah, it's only five bucks a month. And what I usually do, and don't tell them I told you this, yeah. so I, I only renew every year because usually around the holidays, around December, I'll get an email from them saying, hey, would you like to get an annual pass you know, discounted for 35 bucks. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and I'll just sign up for it. And I just keep getting it. And they sent me surveys because I've been seeing more and more of the reality content creep on there. And every time I get a survey, I'm like, please don't put the reality stuff on there. Like, I just want the old school history documentaries. And they've been pretty good about that. So, um, but anyway, I just wanted to mention that. History Vault, it's good. Great. Um, all right. Well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and do recommendations and wrap up the show. Sounds good. All right. And we're back uh, with our final portion of the, the show. Uh, our recommendations. Uh, we're going to have Josh kick us off because I'm looking at the notes here. <laughs> well, uh, in in staying uh, uh, on brand, I have a uh, new Humble Bundle to recommend. This one is really, really good. It's called the Be the Change Bundle. And uh, it is a collection of books uh, by and about people of color. Um, there are comics in here, which is great. Uh, Goldie Vance uh, by Hope Larson. Brittany Williams is in here. Um, a, a graphic novel adaptation of, of Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower. Um, a comics biography of Martin Luther King. Those are the most obvious ones, but also ones like Incognito is in here. Uh, there are a number of Archie books in here. Uh, the first uh, Spawn Origins Volume 1 is in here. Um, so it's a it's it's an amazing compilation, but it's not all just comics. There are also some books, uh, uh, books, uh, you know. So the very famous um, W. Uh, e. B. Du Bois' Souls of Black Folk is in here. Um, a book about kid activists, uh, a history about uh, a, a, a black person on the Titanic, and a book about the Overground railroad uh a couple of audiobooks are on here too so um if you know and it again as always supports good causes and supports the bail project uh so certainly uh look into that um there's about 17 days left on it as uh we record and uh, it is just a massive bundle of really amazing stuff so great um all right clay do you want to talk about your recommendations uh, yeah, I'm actually, since I haven't been reading as much, I'm, the, the two movies, uh, The Wave and The Quake, are on Hulu. I just dropped a trailer for show notes, so you'll be able to watch this one out. Um, I also put in a shutter code called Shut In for 30 days free. If uh, you want to try out some shutter recommendations, hit me up on Twitter, and I will always let you know uh, what's worth watching. Okay, great. Yeah, and uh, Clay's handle's on the notes, so if you want to hit him up there, or you can just hit up Next Issue and Next Issue Pod. Um, Kyle? Uh, just if you want some watching recommendation, I haven't really been reading much, uh, just Warrior None on Netflix. Mm. Great. Uh, and then I also kind of touched on mine earlier, uh, but I recommend 
Amazing Spider-Man Hunted by Nick Spencer. And there's a lot of artists like Humberto Ramos, Ryan Oddley, Chris Bacallo, Ken Lashley, um, and a lot of great, great artists. Uh, I read it all on the Marvel Unlimited app. They have these. I, I don't know if I hadn't seen them yet or they're new, but the reading lists are getting really good because I, I just typed in hunted on the reading list search bar and it brought every, like all the times that are on the Marvel Unlimited app in order. So you can actually go in and read them in, in order. Uh, or you could just buy the trade and it'll, yeah, and it'll have everything. Um, and I forget how great of a villain Craven the Hunter is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you haven't read uh, Craven's Last Hunt, which yeah, I, think you, I haven't. Which have you, you never read that? I keep. I have tried during the pandemic multiple times, and I've failed. Well, I, I yeah, but <laughs> I made a note that for the next show for Craven the Hunt or. Um, Craven's Last Hunt, we need to do an episode on. So that's yeah. one of the, the notes I wrote down so that it'll make me read it. Okay. Well, yeah. So if you haven't read that, I, you don't need to read it because uh, it's pretty good about recapping everything, kind of. Um, so, if, But if you don't get spoiled, then read, read Craven's Last Hunt first. But if not, you could just jump onto this. Um, you can even read. There's a lot of times that you don't need to read to get the full story, but I recommend you read if you have them on the Marvel Unlimited app. Because they really expand on some of the side characters. Um, as you know, the Spider-Man villains are really animal-based. And that really plays into the story. Uh, so, yeah, it was really good. I, I haven't read much Nick Spencer, but what I have read, like Bedlam. Uh, and the, Oh, Bedlam's a mess. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Uh, the, even the, the Secret Empire stuff with Captain America. like I like Nick Spencer. When it's good, it's really good. Uh, I haven't read much of his Spider-Man uh, series that's going on right now, except for this and the the Carnage Times uh, from a couple weeks ago. But those are I was kind of lost on. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I recommend you both watch. You, I recommend you read The Old Guard by Greg Rucka. Hmm. Um, and then go watch the movie that just came out on Netflix. Or at least How different the, are they? I haven't watched the movie, but I'm very okay. excited. I hear I've heard nothing but good things. So by next episode, hopefully I'll have watched it and I can at least give you guys a, a spoiler-free uh, review on that. Um, but that's it. Do you guys have anything else before we wrap up? No, nope. I can't believe we didn't talk any Star Girl or Doom Patrol. Next I know time. we didn't. We'll save that for next time. Uh, I'm all caught up on Star Girl. Yeah, me too. Doom Patrol is freaking great. That's all I'm gonna say for the season two. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's so good, and so is Star Girl. But Doom Patrol just—I didn't know how they were gonna raise the bar from last season, and they just keep. They don't have. They're they're not limited to what they can do for the service. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so. that, that's good to hear. I'm really I'm really excited that Doom Patrol season two is living up to season one. And I think so. we're about halfway through the season now, so like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah things, things are really gearing up. Uh, so yeah, once once the season's done, like if you're gonna get HBO Max, like it'll definitely be worth it. Yeah, uh, at least for that while you watch the series. Um, okay, well, uh, until next time, uh, thank you guys for for the time. Uh, we had a really good conversation, I feel. 
Uh, yeah. If not, good. let us know on Twitter. If you disagree with anything we said, let us know on Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, but until next time, keep reading comics. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. Hail Bebo. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo. Wake, wake in fright. Okay. And it's kind of a cool one just because it was an Australian film made in the seventies that like was destroyed and lost. Oh. And so like, if you look it up and read about it, it's kind of a cool thing because they found it, restored it. Now it's on shutter. Um, it used to be exclusive. I don't, I think they're streaming it elsewhere, but it was like kind of an iconic mm. horror movie for uh, Australia back in the seventies that they like remade last year. Okay. It's, it's right. pretty dark, though. It's pretty messed up. <laughs> All right, so I'm adding that to my list, and then you said it's one... What's the other film? You like one... Oh, one, uh, cut, of one, one cut of the Dead. One Cut of the Dead, okay. Um, horror Noir. Right, okay. Um, let me see oh, that here. one on the... <laughs> it's One Cut of the Dead where they're making a movie and then shit turns weird. Yeah. Okay, I've heard about it from Fantastic Fest last year. Does cool. Shudder have that? I think it's like Norwegian or Swedish film of like the the people camping, and it gets really horrific. Have you yeah. heard of this? Uh, is it? If you say it, I'll probably ring a bell. Hang on. We should get a bell. <laughs> um. All right. While you think about that, I'm gonna let's go ahead and get started with recommendations to wrap up because we're running long. Um, the ritual. Yes. Yes. That's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, or at least I know it was on here because I did watch it. Okay. All right. Sorry. It was good. Right. No problem.